Hello, girls. What's up? It's Friday. It's the end of the year, beginning of a new year. Are you doing resolutions? Is this actually Faz Radio or is this the premium stuff? No, this is actual Faz Radio. You you were late for the green room. Did you do green room? No, I was gonna. I was gonna do the whole damn thing by myself. I didn't know if you was gonna make it. I was being a good father tonight. So. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. <clears throat> Golly, <laughs> I am definitely cutting that out of the shorts. Uh, well, you know that's kind of funny because I wonder if the AI will actually pick that up. Because you use AI, you don't do it yourself, right? So right. So um. Part of the new year, I'm going to give you another gift. Not only am I am I doing the shorts, but I am going to amp up this cast by subscribing mm. to uh, one of the platforms that does the homework for you and helps you along and helps you get ranked and all that kind of fun stuff. All the content creators do it, apparently. So... We've uh, we've gone on a pretty good run lately. A lot of new subscribers, so I'm going to do that this year. We're going to take this to a whole new level. Okay, you do that. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think of my background? Well, uh, we can finally see that there's nothing in your head. That's that's where that comes from. You ask for proof, there's proof right there. You got nothing going on up there. Means I have bad lighting. I'm working on that. I have lighting <laughs> coming. And uh hi Jay Soto Gaming. Hi Zoro Gala. I totally, totally forgot. Hey, Zoro, are you guys going on in the morning? I'll be up tomorrow morning for sure this time, because I'm not drinking. <laughs> uh it's been a hell of a two weeks, man. Um, yeah. The holidays and at the day job, uh, we do our annual bear. annual inventory. So I've been going through all that stuff. My fingers hurt from the data entry and got to keep track of it all. Every now, bit. I, you get everything you wanted for Christmas? I got, I got a lot of... Uh, a lot of cool stuff that's definitely usable. There is no doubt about it. Um, we got a family, new family TV for movie nights on Saturday nights. When we're not doing the wife's ghost podcast, we do movie night or game night. Um, it's a heck of a lot of fun. Everybody, everybody did very well for themselves. Good. How about you? Not bad. I got everything I wanted for Christmas. By the smirky smirk, I don't think we should talk about it on a family show then. No. <laughs> yes, because this is a family <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah. So tonight, it is the wonderful year-end show where all of the dirt comes out, where all of the the wild predictions for 2024 comes out. Are you ready for that? Somebody type yes in here. I'll type yes. Hold on. There we go. There we go. And then I can I can put a no in here. What are you doing? Are you no. horsing around or are we yes. going to do a show? Oh, are we doing a show? 
Is it, hey, is how'd you live? change? How'd you? Yes, how'd you change that? Change what? From Faz Radio to Crypto Faz. I must be logged in as Crypto Faz. Oh. Oh wait, one... Crypto Faz is the Facebook account, so we're actually. Oh yeah, uh, we're brought. I set Facebook. that up because you never did. I went and did it. I tried to connect Twitch, but it won't let me because I'm not the owner. We have to do the website. We have to do your emails. We have to do all that stuff. Your website's been down now for almost two months. Yeah, so um, I use this um, uh, website provider that uh, Mr. Titan suggested called Ionos. And uh, all my sites got hacked. And they didn't get hacked due to my fault. They got hacked due to apparently them. They got hacked and all their sites got hacked. Right. Yeah. So we went through that. Right. A couple months ago, I moved. I had client websites that I built for them um, and everything got hacked. I got a text message from one of my clients saying, why is there Chinese porn on my website? So we moved all of that. We got it over there and we had Faz Radio. I got it all set up. It looked beautiful. It was running mm. great. It was automatically posting the shows, the whole nine yards. And then we realized we'd forgotten because we use uh, Proton Mail for our email, our personal email and the business email and all that. And Faz <laughs> went to go try and log into StreamYard. And he's like, shit. <laughs> so he had to disable it. And we've been so busy, the two of us, that we haven't circled back around to get that done. But yeah, uh, that leads us. Jobs. Well, you know what? That leads us right into that good segue, right? Because getting hacked. The, the the sheer stupidity of of hacks and cracks and and everything in crypto in 2023 is astounding. I'm going to give you a fascinating fact, okay? So I went poking around and the uh the latest estimates that I found online for thefts and hacks was down from 4 billion in 2022. People are getting smarter. They're listening to Faz Radio and they're taking their wallet security way better. And the places that you go to store your crypto, uh, people are getting smarter. The storage providers, the mm -hmm. wallets, they're getting smarter. It was down to $1.7 this year. So roughly half. People are, are taking the advice, man. They're, they're doing the right thing. Or maybe there's just less people in crypto. There could be, but I don't know. I, I, I see a lot of the same people, and I see a lot of the same tokens doing the same old things. Speaking of that, Jamie Dimon, who uh, apparently, who's the, what, charge of, uh, uh, what's he in charge of? J.P. Morgan, I think, there right? There you go. Um, hates crypto, but J.P. Morgan apparently wants, wants, this, wants some sort of Bitcoin ETF. So uh kind of wondering how he can be against crypto but wanting this ETF at the same time. It's called personal greed. We don't know anybody yeah. like that, do we? A what's rich guy BTC, who's greedy. What's your BTC price prediction for 2024? I think that depends on politics. Uh it really depends if if uh crypto if if crypto becomes preferred by I don't know, somebody. If if a uh ETF does get approved, yeah, it's going to go up. I think it could easily, easily double or go up to a hundred thousand or something, if 
there's some sort of movement on some sort of official recognition of, of Bitcoin. Uh, until then, if we just keep going the way it is, maybe it'll just creep up 50,000. I don't know. What, what's your I think I think an ETF is going to crash the Bitcoin price. Really? And I think that's part of why Diamond is playing both sides of this. They want to, these, these big players want to get in early. Okay. They don't want to be up at 40, 50, 60,000 per Bitcoin. So I think, I think they're going to drag this out. They're going to wear people down. And plus the influx of all that money isn't going to shoot it through the roof immediately. And it's going to okay. be very slow to adopt. So it can because... go up and uh, it can go up and down. We can both be right here because crypto never stays in one place. So it could certainly go up upon the acceptance of an ETF, and then once that exists, then the the then the people that have the ETFs are used to playing those shenanigans, and then they can start being able to crash the price whenever they want. So well, I, I think depends. I think it will. I think it will crash higher than it is now, though. Well, I I do think we we creep up close to a hundred thousand by the end of twenty four. I do. I don't think it'll be a a barrel shot straight up, and I also think that with Bitcoin, you're going to see another serious attempt at a layer two. Because the scaling is getting crazy, some of the transfer prices are getting crazy. You have Liquid now which is Adam Back, the one of the suspects to be Satoshi, or one of the Satoshis, if you think there's multiple. Um, he runs a blockchain, and uh, not the blockchain, but the company called Blockchain. And um, they have the Liquid Network, which hasn't caught on as much as, as much as you would want it to. And then there's, of course, the Lightning Network, but there's all kinds of problems with... Uh, the complexity of it, first of all, with all the channels and the liquidity. And uh, the second is the liquidity itself. Um, so I think I think something better has to come along. And I think you're going to start seeing a, another serious attempt at a layer two solution for that, especially if there's an ETF, because that's going to that's going to go crazy. Lido right now, I think, is the the ETH um, validator that has like 40% of that market. And there's one mining, BTC mining uh, company who has, I think, 40% of the market at this point, which is getting dangerously close to having too much. So, yeah. Um, so about that layer two thing, Bitcoin is something that uh, I think the SEC is currently staying away from saying that it's it's not a security because it can't be it's they can't go after anybody so it's not a security if you can't go after anybody um <clears throat> that just means i think they'll just go after the layer twos and i i think bitcoin's idea of nobody in charge is just going to have to continue for everything else what gets me about all these altcoins is that there's always somebody in charge you know of of either the creation the distribution or whatever XRP, at the very least, to its credit, uh, Ripple removed itself from that. They these people made XRP, and then they gifted it, they gifted a lot of XRP to a company named Ripple, so that Ripple kind of controls something. But they're not the ones that made it. You can't go after them. You can't go after Ripple the company for something that Ripple the company didn't do. So I think that that technically fits. Now, the question is why Ethereum is made by a specific entity 
and is centralized, they're still not going after. That's the question. So that's that, that was some lead up to saying an L2 is going to be created by somebody and that's going to give somebody the, the, the SEC is going to go after that person. It could be. I'm hoping they're smart enough not to do that. I think I think Lightning and Liquid were the first attempts and it was centralized just to see what would happen. Um, I'm not saying that that's an excuse, but I'm saying that I, I don't think they cared that it was a centralized company doing it at that po point. They just needed to get something moving. And I think there's a lot more coming. We look. So even these wallet providers, right? We just we just heard it was what right in October, September, October, about the the stupidity that Ledger pulled back out again with oh. their tracking. You, did you read about that? Uh, apparently not. So <clears throat> with the Ledger Live app, especially on your mobile phone, it activates all the sensors and they watch everything that you do. There's the guy posted the code to Twitter. Um, and cause they released a bunch of it, I guess. And, uh, it apparently tracks literally everything that you do and it records it and it's sent to a server. So well, their client is free. Right. You know, if so you're not, it, what, what's the adage? If you're not paying, then you're the product. Right. But so, it was surprising. They literally track your eye movements when you open the app. No, they can't check your eye movements unless you have something that tracks your eye movements, like like uh, a camera or something. It, right. It, it it uses on your mobile. camera. Yeah, it uses oh, mobile. mobile. Oh, yeah. I don't use Ledger on mobile. Fuck that. You don't? No. I don't. I don't do any any crypto on mobile. It's my my crypto is all PC based. Oh. Well, you're connected to a camera right now. Uh, yeah, and I can also do that. <laughs> I can turn it off. I can put a piece of tape over it. I mean, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, what's this one? How come XRP is one of the most hyped tokens and it never moves? In my opinion, uh, XRP has a certain brand of fanatic uh, that, that's associated with it. And those fanatics are the only ones that hold it. I am one of them. That's why I like to go off on XRP fanatics. Because XRP will rule the day. Um but I think it's the coin that the federal government is the most afraid of, and they're working the hardest to get rid of. Um, so if anything, I think you have a lot of big holders of XRP that are simply going to wait as long as it needs to wait, as they need to wait. Actually, a lot of small holders that, that are doing the same thing. XRP, all the people holding XRP are the diehard ones. That's why it's not moving. It's not a speculation coin. I, I will I will second that and I will also add and and don't crucify me until I'm done with my thought. There's not enough use case for it. So what I mean by that is there was rumors, you know, banks were using it overseas and this and that. And it turned out it was false information. Right. Until there is they, they a a real use case for cross-border payments, instant and nearly free, which there isn't yet. People are, businesses are still using Swift. A lot of these people are still using traditional methods. They have that uh, new government go, I think. What, what the hell was that called? Um, anyway, it's like an instant thing. So they're trying to get people enrolled in that to avoid them moving to the crypto side. So until that happens... 
I don't think XRP goes much of anywhere because there's nothing else you can really do with it. So Jay Soto says, so is it a good idea to have an XRP bag? Me, personally, my non-financial advisor gambling self? Yes, I think so. Um, I have some. Now, have I been buying it? No. <laughs> I've been, I, I, bought, I, I bought a fair amount a long time ago, and I'm holding on until it goes to zero or like 10 million, one of the two. So, um, I mean, is it a good idea? It, that, I think that really depends on the politics. It's, it's, crypto has to gain some sort of mainstream acceptance or bank stream acceptance for, for, uh, for it to really take off. And that's, that's the thing. Um, and <clears throat> it's set up to, that's the thing. If, if, if you're going to be somebody that wants to hold a bag for a long time, you're going to, you're going to imagine, in my opinion, my non-financial advisor opinion, you're going to imagine a use case and then you're going to say, okay, I'm going to get something for when that use case materializes. And then you may either want to use it or, or whatever. I certainly liked using XRP to uh, transfer crypto to BitTrue back and forth because it was so damn fast. <laughs> we are making predictions. Do not buy anything without doing your own research first and determining if it's right for your financial situation and risk tolerance. That's right. We're not shills. We're not trying to shill. We're just talking. We're, we're just people standing around a water cooler talking about things that we'd heard on on <laughs> on the Internet. Uh, we're not experts. We're, we're about as much expert as any other crypto speculator. Well, so, look, so but I that, like, the yeah, fact that, I like the fact that we talk about the use cases of these things. To me, XRP stands positioned to have some very good use cases. I see a community building up around it. Um, I, I see lots of people wanting building upon XRP. Are they done? No. Is, are the institutions really into building on it? If so, they're not making it very, very public. But that's what really moves the prices of things, in my opinion, is when institutions start building on and publishing that they're building on things. People want to see that that's when things go up. It's when there's mass acceptance of things. What's this? Uh, Jay Soto says he's lost faith in NFTs. Uh, I do, by the way, I do want to talk about this later because i've been doing much more investigation in this so maybe at the end can we talk about ai sir yeah yeah and and let's let's talk about the nfts for a minute because nfts during the height of the last bull run do you know how much was was rolling every quarter through nfts take a guess talking to me yes five dollars 12 billion a quarter was rolling through NFTs. Okay. Do you know how much is running through NFTs quarterly right now? Let me gr grab my notes. Not 5 billion? 1.3 billion per quarter right now. So that's, it's about a fifth of where it was. I was actually expecting you to say a lot lower. A 12th. Like have been dropped. Okay, fine. A 12th. <laughs> um, that's still a fair amount. And listen, so the NFT thing, you and I have argued about this, and it's it's out in print in front of people left and right now. Okay, these these NFTs about this metadata, if it's not locked, it's worthless. 
Okay. And you saw, we put on the show, we put the screenshots of that, uh, that NFT where they had the project and they pulled the pictures off of it and the people were left with nothing. You've got to pay attention. If a company can change the picture, your NFT is worthless. You own a hash. That's all you own. Okay, wait, wait, stop, stop. That's a bunch of bullshit. Um, let's 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 get this thing off the screen because I want people to see my whole pissed off face here. <clears throat> bullshit. Okay, when you spend a dollar bill, it doesn't matter what the fuck picture is on the front of a fucking dollar bill. What matters is it can spend and it has uh you know some attribute about it that people want. In the case of NFTs, the attribute about it that people want is either a hash or its association with with a game or a title or something like that. That's what people want with the NFT. You could put fucking Mickey Mouse on uh, on on all NFTs and people they would still be just as useful. What you don't like and and what I think I think you should probably focus on more is like in the case of a gaming NFT, if you buy a game piece for an NFT, there's no guarantee that that game piece will be used. Now they can say it will be used, but they they could use it and severely nerf the shit out of it. Um, so if if you're going to start betting on game pieces, um, good luck. Um, what's worse about game pieces is say uh, say some really rare some some certain game pieces are really rare. Companies can print up more of that game piece. They can print up game pieces that effectively do the same thing. Um, and of course they can nerf it, which means they can determine the market value of something just by changing around the functionality of various game pieces, or let's just say various NFTs. I mean, I mean, um, board apes could do the same thing they, you could, you could, you could get, you know, they can make a, a set of board ape copies of almost like the real thing. And those would go like hotcakes too. They did. They turned them into ordinals. Didn't you read about that? No, what is what is um, that? They turned they turned they turned some of the uh the famous NFTs into Bitcoin ordinals, basically NFTs on Bitcoin. And there was a well, big kerfuffle cool. about that. Turned it into so that means you destroy the original one or did they copy No, it? they copied them. <laughs> well, that'll do it. Yeah. So there you go. Um now you could say well the original Ethereum e e NFT is better and the Bitcoin one is not as good. But still, that starts causing a lot of confusion, and companies are going to do those shenanigans all over the place. They're gonna they're gonna find a way to pump up something so that so that they can get more money out of them. They can they can they can always stay a couple steps ahead of you, and so on. So, so that's the, that's what I think that you should be focusing on, not the fact that they could change the goddamn picture. They can change everything about it, and they own the IP for it. Whoever issues it. Well, not, not unless those, they uh, specifically not tell you it's yours. Not those eternal clay NFTs that I got. Right, because Doug Doug gave you that and when you bought it. But by, by every the other way, people. So this this music that you hear right here, that's from an NFT. That's an NFT that I bought that gives me commercial rights over this noise. Which is great. Change the fucking picture. I don't care. Now, if they change the music, now there's a problem. The question is, can they do that? If they can... Is it locked? Huh? I don't know what is locked, it locked means. What's that mean? Lock the metadata so it can't be changed. Probably. Um, okay. 
We'll have to look I, at that. I'll, we'll just say, I, I'll say probably because I don't know. Maybe it can be. But you have a good point. Um, if a company, if, if if whoever makes your NFT changes fundamental things about it, nobody's going to want it anymore. So you you have a point. I think you're just saying it wrong. So I'm helping you. I want to I want to answer Lichen. He was asking why I wasn't on the Bitbender uh, show with you a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> Here here's why. We I had a daddy daughter dance that Aww. I had to attend that night. Me and my my ten year old daughter. It's a once a year thing, and we go and we have a blast every year. So that's why I missed that uh, that talk. I had to do dad things. So I needed. <laughs> Uh, I, I play off of other people pretty good, so uh, I quickly, whenever uh, uh, Titan is missing, I start ringing up other people to see what's going on, and luckily Bitbender answered. That's basically how that went. And so I did tell him I was going to give him a lot of shit for it, uh, and he he let me uh, he let me grill him, but uh, maybe it's we're going to get to that in, in good faith that I'm not. There was a him. we'll we'll show well. OMS mm. wasn't mean to him today, but they had a great interaction today. Yeah, let's, let's hear about that. <clears throat> so, um, you can take let me your, pull it up. You can take off your ticker now. Oh, yeah, probably. All right, hang on. You, you're asking me to do like five things at once here. Hide Get it all ticker. done. All right, now we need to... Whoops, not that button. We need to go... Where you have a it? different... I do. I'm That's fancy. I am fancy up. now. Locked Look off. at this. Look at this. Look how freaking cool this is. Looks like a now I need okay. to, I got to see if I can share the screen and see if it works. Uh, that one. Share. Now let's go back to StreamYard and let's add it to the stage. There <laughs> we go. <clears throat> so, OMS had posted now i'm going to switch back over to where i'm sharing so i can navigate this all right let's go back here all right so old man smithers had posted um about the article that i sent you where the gaming company that had been working on uh some of the we're going to go back to the beginning uh, da, 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 da. Freestyle Football 2 was announced with great fanfare in Malta at Galaverse 2. Relevant parts here. Notice Fortitude is advertised right before it, yada, yada, yada. But here's the thing. Joy City was the gaming company that was going to bring that up. And they released a statement that said the publishing worth 25.9 billion one signed with blockchain gaming partners that is the official name of gala games has been terminated the cancellation amount is represents almost 13 percent of their company's revenue the company explained the contract for this termination was for the other party to publish games developed by our company but it was difficult to expect fulfillment of the contract due to the other party's withdrawal from the pc game business so it was terminated by agreement between both parties. How's that make you feel? Oh, I don't know. How does it make me feel? Um, so I'm, I, I'd like to know the rest of it here. So, of course, the news got out and Brink went on to Discord and said that 
this uh these other companies um these these companies and they they were they had mutually agreed to walk away and so of course OMS in his infinite curiosity decided to post about that and said hey you said something that that wasn't really in line with with that, can you help me understand? And so Brink jumped in and said, to be very clear, we are still very much in the PC gaming business and have not said anything to the contrary. Please make sure not to take an announcement from another company to be an announcement from us. Oh, wait a okay? minute. Stop there. Stop there. Before you go any further. Mm -hmm. Remember, go back up to your, your, your thing. What remember, thing? this is the reason that they gave for terminating a contract. That's like, you know, if, if somebody sues you in court, they're going to give you their reasons. But just because people give you their reasons, that doesn't mean that it's the reason. And when, okay. when you say things like, well, how does that make you feel? You're, you're going off an assumption that that means something really big. And so it that's does why I because the, the story. Right. Because, because I, OK, Brink says right here he posted. We will never shill ever. We've never told anyone to buy galley, yada, yada. Number two, we aren't a gaming token. We're an L1 protocol with our own chain. We started in entertainment, but for a variety of reasons, but that isn't the main focus at all. So they started in entertainment and gaming and film and music, but that isn't their main focus at all. So, so wait a old minute. man, let, 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 no, let me, there's no let, wait, wait a minute. Hold You're on, asking, hold on. He said the same exact thing in our interview uh, right. a couple of weeks ago. So I, I want to make that clear. And you didn't, you didn't say anything, and Old Man Smithers didn't say anything at that time. Keep going. So OMS says you'll have to forgive the confusion because when you tell folks that Gal is not a gaming token and entertainment isn't the main focus at all, it tends to send mixed signals. That's especially the case when other companies are saying the same thing. You said you guys are still in the PC gaming business. You've also said entertainment isn't the main focus. So would it be safe to say that Go Gala Games is still doing games, but is no longer the main focus? He's trying to piece together multiple statements into one coherent message for the community. To which Brink replied, we are not a token. We're a company that works across a wide range of verticals and is constructed and curated an ecosystem and an L1 blockchain within the Gala token serves a central role. Company both does and does not equal a token. That's a basic fact. If a company equals a token, bad news for everyone, even though the, it's named Gala. We also continue to release announcements about games coming up on launch. We have multiple titers, titles under very active development. Go back so, up. Wait, wait, wait. There's, there's more he said there. We remain Maybe, committed to okay. developing and shipping titles, regardless Which, of what anyone else has said. So uh, that when, whenever you say something like re, we remain committed, it's boy, like, boy, we, we really want to. Helping you the out. Second, so OMS replied to that and said the second sentence was a corporate word salad. Come on, man. But the last sentence was what I was looking for. Declarative statements is good as long as they're true. As far as Gala no longer being a gaming token, good luck with the pivot. That's not what was sold when I first joined up. You were a gaming company. Went to great lengths explaining how you'd become an awesome gaming company, and I expected it to stay that way. 
Then came music and film. I suppose we should be thankful the theme park never happened. I was a fan of the idea of Galachain because it was sold as being a wonderful tool for gaming. I believe the quote, paraphrased, was, There isn't a chain out there that did what we needed it to do for our games, so we had to build it for ourselves. Awesome. But then that changed, and now it's no longer about gaming. Gala is a company that works across a wide range of verticals that started in entertainment, but isn't that but isn't the main focus at all. Now wants to be the new AVAX or Soul. It's exhausting, especially when there's a story after story, you guys being sued by developers, games falling off the radar, fortitude, games being removed from the app store, plucked, games that are bare bones and quickly forgotten, grit and legacy. I'm not even going into 888, Orbs, Fuzzles, or Rep. Heck, I'm still waiting on my STTS and LE nodes to do something or for nodes to be turned into NFTs. As always, wishing for Gala's success. Don't hold out, I don't hold out much hope these days unless you drastically change how you do things. But stranger things have happened, I suppose. Tron is still around after all. Okay, so I have a comment about this. Um, now... When Gala started, they were just games. And when they started to create their token, they did indeed say, gonna full screen me. What's the deal? I'm working on it. They did indeed say, um, we we want to run the game on this. This isn't fast enough. However, at the time, they said it also gives us since we can stream things that we need for games, we can also stream music. So we're gonna we're gonna do that for music too. In fact, this makes Gala, the Gala token, even more useful because it can be used across uh, a lot of different things like music, like film, and so on. So they, they put those things out. Then the great crash of 2022 hit. And, and then everything went to shit. And their gaming business is suffering. One of the reasons that they stated for having Gala film and having Gala uh, music is so that when shit went sideways, that they would have other things that they could make money on. I think the the only valid, I, I think OMS makes a bunch uh, a bunch of good points, but the, the the valid one that I like the most is he's making it clear that Gala is not telling you that they're pivoting; they're just pivoting and then say, then acting like it's always been the case. But the way that 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 Bitbender is saying it is, he's just saying this is what it is. He's not, he's not including any history into it. He's not saying, well, we had to move here because we didn't have enough games. We had to pivot. And I think if they do announce their pivots, that will crash the token. And they said pretty much that they depend on that token. And the way they've been doing it has been inflating the coin. The coin's up to, what, three cents now? And it was, it was like one cent a while ago, so it's been steadily rising. And it might be because of their secret pivots there. So let me ask you something. If if you went out and bought Ford stock, okay, what are you investing in? When you buy a stock, uh, they say you have a piece of a company, but uh, come on. Unless no, you no. Have like, what are you uh, investing in? You're investing in a company that makes cars and trucks, right? You're you're in, in my when in my opinion, you're gambling that a company will do something that'll raise the value of the stock. Well, if if Ford comes out tomorrow and says, you know what, 
we've had a great run for the last 87 years. We're done making cars. We're making refrigerators and washers and dryers now. Are you going to reevaluate the money that you put into Ford and decide whether or not you're going to keep it in there? Who are you going to sell this? Who are you going to sell your stuff to if you want to sell your stuff? Okay, take take the point of this, right? I'm not telling people to walk away from Gala. What I'm telling people that they should really do is reevaluate why they started putting money into Gala items. If they're doing it for gaming, they've straight out said they're not an entertainment company. They're an L1 blockchain. Well, okay, you wait saw a it right there. But music and film are also entertainment. So but they, you saw the tweet. They're not an entertainment company. Well, they also said they're not a token either or a blockchain. Right. They're, they're, a not, they're, they're a company that is focused on an L1 blockchain. So I would suggest reevaluating whether or not you want to keep buying the things that they're selling, knowing that they've gone from gaming to entertainment, and they made a big hubbub about that, and you and I argued about it, that, oh, no, it's not just gaming, it's entertainment. Yes, entertainment's the way to be. And now they're not entertainment. Now they're a serious L1 blockchain. And so I think OMS, like I said, has a point where he's saying, how is this just kind of slipping into something else? They're not, they're not specifically announcing these things, but they, they have been announcing their slide into music and into, in, into film. It's just this last bit by saying we're not an entertainment company, which we're, we're not anything. Honestly, I think he's just not answering the question at all. Um, would, he's not answering would, at all because he's saying we are not a company that, that, that does this. We, we're a company that does a bunch of things. And that is true that they've, all, that they've said that they, they, they do want to do those multiple things. They've just been very, very bad about communicating it. In my opinion, communicating through Discord is like communicating through word of, word of mouth because it's, it's hard to find when people say stuff. You don't have press releases and stuff to point to. Yes, you can, you can point to the – you can go dig it up in the Discord, but it gets harder the longer the Discord is, is around. So the way they're doing it, in my opinion, the communication sucks rocks. They have been saying stuff like this. But they only make a point of it. My finger. They only make a point of it when somebody like OMS confronts them on Twitter about it. Well, it did you put money into NFTs and put money into the Gala platform because you thought it was going to be a fantastic L1, or did you put it in there thinking you were going to have a great time playing games and be able to use cool NFTs in games? Hey, I was told that I could play to earn by, by Gala Games, and I could buy that, some Miranda's NFTs, and I could earn some money by owning NFTs and using them in the game. Right. We're not going to beat this to death because we can go in circles for the next 25 minutes. My point I'm is, re, I know, reevaluate, because what you what you gave money to get may not be what you're going to end up getting. Is that the case when you buy stock in a, in a company? Well, they have to, well, that's different. That's on the security side, 
right? Gala hasn't been determined to be a security at this point. Well, you did you did compare things to stocks. That's why I'm using that stock. Uh, it's a comparison, right? Because when you when you put money into something, you want to know what you exp- you're going to get out of that. If if Ford is a car maker, you're expecting to in, to take your money and put it into something that's going to produce awesome cars. If they suddenly decide to make refrigerators and washing machines, you may not want to do that. You may want to take and pull your money back and say, you know what? I don't like Ford for that. I would rather go with uh, Westinghouse or Frigidaire okay, if I'm so going to invest remember, in stuff like that. I remember the days when you would buy Windows uh, for the for the PC and you'd get Windows. And it was the days before the updates came. And if you did get an update, you you download that like Windows SP one. You download that and apply it if you wanted to. Now Windows is pretty much hooked up to the update server, and every day it's updating automatically. And if you didn't do it, shit's not going to work right. But <clears throat> they have a lot of control there to add and remove features as they see fit. And now just about all products you could find on the internet are adding and removing features as they see fit. So are you getting what you think you're getting when you're subscribing to a lot of these services? When you buy Windows, it's actually kind of a subscription. Come on. Um, and when you when you uh, subscribe to like your email service or your website or whatever, they're constantly taking rejiggering their their uh, their products. Um, I, I subscribe to Night Cafe for a long time because they do AI art and they can use your art to go with it. Have you been on there recently? Looks totally fucking different. It does. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find <coughs> stuff I want to do. <coughs> get another get another jab. That'll solve that. <coughs> Karma. <coughs> <laughs> so so my point is is reevaluate because Gala today is not what what Gala was back then. Maybe you want to stay in it, maybe you don't, but now would be a good time with this pivot. To reevaluate. All right. So, oh, I'm sorry. You're not dead yet, are you? Uh, no, I just had a <clears throat> hopping fit there. Oof. Don't die on, on live Faz Radio. <clears throat> all well, wait, maybe we'll get some ratings. It's because all those cigarettes I don't smoke and all that vaping I don't do. Yeah. And I'm over here not coughing. Go figure. So, um, so yeah. I, I would say I would say it's time to to look around and and make sure this is something that that you want to continue in. If you believe that the L1 blockchain is going to be a success, keep it up. Stay in the ecosystem. <clears throat> but that's okay. where this is going, according to what Brink is is saying is releasing. Okay. I think, and and Brink was pretty pretty specific about it in our interview. If they were to stay on games and only games, <clears throat> they would fail. They specifically went into music and film for a reason. Now, it happens to be that they want to focus on blockchain because that gives them more possibilities than just music and film. Um, just like every other company out there that has to pivot due to making a lot less money or the founders suing each other, they're doing exactly the same thing. That's the unwritten part that should be should be paid attention to. Like other Where did companies, they... like other companies, they're they're having problems with with how they run their company. 
where did they get the money they raised to open film and music and the L1 blockchain? Oh, their gaming piece, of course. By selling the gaming, which they're not not doing so hot at at this point. Nope. Okay. And and that's fine. That's fine until. But that's not what we bought. That's not what we bought. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not what we bought. Um, it isn't. What you bought was was parts of a game. Yes. And those games, unless that game has been canceled or stopped development, uh, stop pitching. I mean, what what do you, what do you want here? Now uh, is you know, is grit being people, developed? At least the people with the I don't know actually. Uh, is you, spider tanks being developed? Uh, you're playing the game, right? It's not it's being developed. You you can go online and play spider tanks right now. The problem is once they get it out, just like any other company that hosts a game, <coughs> they can cancel the game whenever they want. So they can say, you know what? It's been a good run for Spider Tanks. We, boy, we had a lot of battles. We had a lot of fun. We got to close up shop. Bye, guys. And you bought it. And just like venture capitalists everywhere, you lost money. Right. And crypto crypto NFTs, in my opinion, or uh, gaming in a, NFTs are a lot like you being a venture capitalist without being a venture capitalist, a retail venture capitalist. You're making it, you're, 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 Make it a risk, or you're you're doing something that's risky. Yeah. And if you think otherwise, you're fucking mistaken. We we've had a few uh, casts about this. And so when it, whenever you start asking very self righteously, oh my god, did I get what I paid for? You you could claim that if they didn't change. You could claim that if they did change. You can claim that if I mean in a variety of circumstances. Am I really getting what I what I what I expected? Each person's going to expect a different thing. Uh, <clears throat> just expect that you're speculating on on a game, no matter what. It's it's like buying a Kickstarter and expecting the Kickstarter to actually deliver. It may not. Right. What I want to see is I want to see a uh, <clears throat> a little warning label on each game that you have to pay more than fifty dollars for an NFT. That would be a nice piece of regulation that that I'd like to see. Why do you want to be regulated so badly? Um, because it's gonna happen. It's not that I want to be. It's gonna happen. Why do I want to be regulated? You're you're in a world that that regulates every goddamn thing you do. The glasses on your face, the the earphones on your ears, the clothes on your body, everything is regulated. So how is crypto going to be any different? You're you think that they're going to people are going to all of a sudden say, oh, "No, we can't regulate that." They regulate the air that you breathe. So why are you excited about crypto over something over regular traditional gaming or regular traditional stocks or <clears throat> bonds? What's the difference? Because I think that's where people are going to be moving their stuff. I think that's where where, where the, the future is. It's a gamble. That's why you invest in things. That's the whole purpose behind investing is you think you're going to make more money at it. Tell me, I mean, your 401k, you think you're going to make money off of it. Is it risky? Yes. It's investing. You have somebody else investing in all sorts of things for you. So Not in prime a 401k, a river. you do your own. Huh? You could do your own, and then that's again that's on you as far as the risk. Or you could have a money manager do it. It's all a risk. People seem to think all this that that anything they buy is isn't a risk. What if you buy that electric car? <coughs> Let's hope that you can plug it in. Let's hope that that it's supported by the company. Let's hope that you can you can still get it worked on. 
I mean, it's it's all sorts of things. Everything can change. So no, nothing is nothing is 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 you can't be sure about anything. So we we have to address it because of course we love to circle back. My prediction on the end of the year show last year was Gala wouldn't make it more than twelve months. And they're obviously still here. So somebody said something really smart, and I never thought about this before. It's I feel actually really stupid um, because it's common sense, right? And this person said, well, of course they're not going to fail. They can print unlimited tokens. They'll always have money. And I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> So if they need 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 to do a money raise, they just print the tokens and pay their bills. So they'll probably be around for a long time. <laughs> like it says. So why would anyone want to do Web three? I say why not? Because Web three has features that Web two doesn't have. That's why. Um, <clears throat> as far as the speculators, there were speculators on Web two. There's speculators on Web three. What's nice about Web three is it's you're you're it's it's easier <coughs> to have retail speculators than on web two. That's a good reason to do web three. Sorry, you're still just as likely to lose money. I think web three is a long way out, a very long way out. I think it needs to mature. No, I, mean, email, I, don't, I don't even email, think we're touching it yet. Email was around since like the sixties and seventies. And, you know, I only started, a lot of people started using it in the 90s. So what changed? What changed is more people picking it up and coming up with some additional standards to make email a bit more robust. So well, people got to build on Web3 to make it more robust. I, I <clears throat> when, in our decentralization arguments, we've, we've gone back and forth on that, that nothing can be truly decentralized. It can be mostly decentralized it can be damn near decentralized but that that really is where where web 3 and and why i don't think i i think we're at like web 2.02 right now even even the most robust platforms are web 2.02 no i think web 3 is an actual change but it's just very hard to get people to move to it. They don't want to move to it because they don't find a strong reason to because they have to change their whole business model to change to it. It's it's a uh, here, here. Here's something that I agree with. Convenience is key. If Web3 can be made convenient. I agree. It, then then people will want it. Um, Web3 is supposed to be new, new, unique, glorified, regular, new, new, unique regulations. No, Web3 is not regulations. Web3 is a standard. There's a difference. <clears throat> it could be. It definitely could be. But I, I don't think we're anywhere close. I still haven't addressed the SEC elephant in the room, Faz. Um, that's still to be determined. Who knows? Uh, until then, companies are going to spin things up, and they're they're making gambles too. Just like you're making gambles on buying a coin, they're making gambles that a business... <clears throat> that that a web three business will actually work. So yeah, it may or may not work for them. Um, Speaking it, of business regulations, go to CryptoFaz Academy into the news channel. <clears throat> this took me by surprise because I have a business. 
Okay, regulations were passed in 2022 that say you're going to have to uh, register with the FinCEN office. That's the state of They're Oregon, trying... right? No, that's everywhere. The national U.S. government. I put the links. They want to stop shell corporations, and so you have to <laughs> KYC basically your business. So starting... Uh, Tuesday, right? January, Monday, Monday, January 1st. If you register a new business after that, you have 20 days to register with FinCEN. Or if you're an existing business prior to January 1st, 2024, you have until January 1st, 2025 to register. And they will require KYC information no financials or anything like that. And this is for everybody that has a registered business. Okay. So if you're just, if you haven't filed in any state for a business, then you don't have to worry about it. But like me, I have an LLC. So my LLC has to register. If you don't, the penalties listed are $500 a day. And if you fail to register completely, it's an immediate $10,000 fine. <clears throat> so if you, if, register, you wait, if you fail to register in person, what? No, you can do it on the website. Sorry. I, I, if you fail to register a person, what was that? If you fail to register, it's an immediate $10,000 fine. Okay. So, and then it's $500 a day in addition that you don't register. They're taking this very seriously, apparently, and it snuck up on us. Uh, so do your do your due diligence. If you have four companies that you own, you have to register all four companies. If you don't, then you're going to get fined two thousand dollars a day. It's it's nationwide. It's every state. Zorro. So okay. <clears throat> Let's talk about. I just used I used the Oregon example because that's the one that pulled up. When I did the initial search, that so had a great FAQ and everything else. Let's talk about this for a second. Um, there's going to be a lot of companies that don't do it. Okay, enforcement is going to be a bitch, and a lot of companies aren't going to do it. Don't aren't going to do it for ignorance reasons alone, which means then the federal government will be able to choose which companies that they want to shut down with this law, or they'll do it to the wrong company, and then it'll get challenged in federal court and probably possibly overturned. Um, so I'm not aware of any fines, any business fines that are that big, that are so un, unadvertised. It's, so it, it has been advertised like for two years. Advertised where? At the FinCEN.gov website. There's okay. links. I posted links. You love links. Go read the links. Where, where are the links? I don't see any links. Post a link. I already post? told you that. Oh, you have. It's I in the CryptoFaz. CryptoFaz Discord. Is this yeah. a shill for the CryptoFaz Discord? No. It is a central repository for information. I'm not going to post links 74 times. Just go to Discord, go to the news channel, and you it can read about centralization. it. Great. I am for convenience. You're for laziness. Yep. I agree. I'm no, my too. fingers hurt from data entry. Just, just like OMS was saying to, to to Brink, I just wanted to hear you say it. Yeah, it um, it's a big deal. So I'm sorry I derailed that conversation, but that's 
like super important because I know a lot of people created companies for their nodes. I know a lot of people created companies for whatever project they wanted to do uh, in the crypto space. Like get registered. Like, like China. Thank you, Mr. Lycan Warlord. Uh, yes, China is very big with these shell corporations, and uh, that would be tantamount to a tax on China. Um, <clears throat> I have a feeling that uh, people will fight back against this, including China. And the way that they would fight back is, uh, no, we, none of us will do it. And you'll have to shut down all these companies, and you're going to be kind of fucked if you do. So, yeah, let's just see how this hashes out. I'm, I don't like it when people throw new laws out and go, well, we're all bone from now on because this just has to happen. No, laws come into existence. They get challenged. They go away. They don't get enforced. They get enforced loosely or badly if they don't have a lot of support. So we'll see. So before you, scare me. Before <laughs> you, you take over this podcast and never stop talking about AI, because we're Shut already up. coming up on an hour, <coughs> you never let anybody talk when it's AI, man. You just go, 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 go. <coughs> so before we do that, I'm going to shill something. Uh, and I don't normally do this, but I'm going to shill something. Uh, if you have not heard already, uh, you're living under a rock. But over at the Forged in Crypto Discord, there is an event going on for 2024, a crypto pick'em. Okay, it's going to be uh, a year-long event with quarterly prizes and everything else. There's a $50 entry fee. That's going to be part of the prize money. Uh, Forged in Crypto is also, he said he's putting up to $5,000 in uh, tokens and NFTs and all that kind of fun stuff to pay out quarterly winnings and to pay out the win the ultimate winner at the end of the uh, pick them contest. So if you have not gone to uh, Forged in Crypto's Discord, please do. There's a channel for crypto pick them. Now, this is important. Your picks have to be in and your fee has to be paid by the new year before January 1st. So he's done a couple of podcasts <laughs> on, on uh, what he's doing over there. You know me, I'm the token guy in crypto fast. So immediately last week when he announced that, uh, I told him I'm absolutely in. I'm going to put together a portfolio and try and take the wins on that. So for all um, of us who love that stuff, let's do it. Isn't this gambling? It might be. I don't know. I don't really care. I'm going to go have fun. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know the rules on gambling, but, uh, well, same. Absolutely. You're gambling no matter what you do with your money. <laughs> Which is, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. All right, Faz, the show is all yours for the AI segment. <laughs> AI segment. Weren't we going to do the year of crypto? Have we done that yet? Well, we did. And that's technically it's an hour show and we're at, we have about 45 seconds left. So we can switch into part two, the AI portion. And did you see the announcement that OpenAI uh, made? Sam Altman, he nope. got up on stage and talked about uh, <laughs> the new chat GPT uh, and the new model, the new model to, they're rolling out. Before I go to town on it, let's, let's hear about it. <clears throat> um, let me see if I can find the video. Well, until then, um, 
AI, there, there is a lot of opportunity for AI to be integrated into everything you're doing. This AI doesn't have to be um, communicating with another server. It could just be an AI component. Um, however, remember the story of Battlestar Galactica, the one that came out in 2003. Um, AI is what the Cylons were. So uh, if, you're, if you're scared of those things, then, then a smart toaster that can, that can tell you when your toast is done um, might be your worst enemy. Uh, I like be. the I like the opportunity it has because to to me, I've I've investigated AI enough to see that it's a tool like a shovel or a hammer. Um, you can't bang nails in with your bare hands. A, a, a hammer will help you do that. Uh, a really big hammer will hammer in bigger nails. Um, <clears throat> if you can if you can write a story, an AI tool can help you write more stories faster. Now, your quality may vary. It depends on how good you are at working with this AI. But that's going to be with anything you do with it. And people are kind of mad, like, oh, my God, if I if I write stories for a living, <coughs> Titan can put out 55, <laughs> 55 books in the time it takes me to, to write one book. Well, maybe you're just going to have to start using AI, too. That's That's kind of how it happened. It's like, well, the printing press made it so you didn't have to write your books down all the time. All those monks that had to copy copy the Bible over and over again, they're, they're out of business now. They had to use a printing press. So, yeah, you're going to get AI. Everybody will. It was a YouTube short, and I can't find it now. And I'm not going to sit here and just search the whole time. But um, they, they have met Claude. Um, we had talked before about how Claude... You could have so much text. There was a lot more text for the input and the output, the tokens that are used for that. Those are going to be dramatically increased to match the capacity of Claude now. So that's a big, big piece. They're also going to be adding in Java. So you'll be able to uh, do a lot more scripting. Um, they're adding four or five new components to it. So it will start cross-referencing things. And the other big news is they've updated the model to get current events up through April of 2023. So it will be damn near current. Good. I like that idea. So they're making some good progress over there. They did not announce whether or not the price would go up for the new features. I like, <clears throat> I like using AI. AI is a very good tool. Um, saves me a lot of work in my job because a lot of work in my job is repetitive. And it's not repetitive work that, um, that, that can be just copied and pasted. It's repetitive, smart work that needs to be done. And just... Our society moves forward, man. Uh, in my regular job, I was recently made to sign some documents that employees can't use AI at work. Well, uh, I think what's going to happen is that the jobs that embrace AI are going to find that they're going to be able to move forward a lot faster. Um, maybe they're worried about how much AI fucks up. Well, kind of like if you're in charge of a bunch of people, if you're in charge of an AI, if you're in charge of something and you're using AI, you should be held accountable for whatever the AI kicks out that you actually let out the door. 
Give uh, Jay Soto some love on his uh, <laughs> on his gaming YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter kick. I've seen some tweets lately, Mr. Soto, that you are amping up your content creation game. Congratulations. What is this now from M. Ice here? I just got a laptop <clears throat> with 32 tops. Something per second of AI compute between the A between the CPU and integrated GPU. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so basically, Faz. Yeah, Faz is saying that doesn't tell him anything. Uh, put it in Faz Faz language, meaning teraflops. What's all the? You mean what you are, mean teraflops? So, do you think that computing is gonna? <laughs> speaking of that because we don't know what that means, right? We're computer people back from the 90s. So do you think that the the laptops and desktops are going to evolve to better handle AI? Do you think that's coming soon? Sure. Why not? There's, there's nothing wrong with um, a toaster being smart about how to make toast. They're not going to make a toaster that's going to wash your dishes. It's not a toaster. A toaster is going to always do smart things with your toast, which means it might be able, it might have a number of sensors and be able to make informed decisions about how to toast your toast. Everything that we use as a tool can benefit a little bit from AI. Um, pro the reason people are afraid of AI is they're afraid of the generic stuff, the stuff that can do anything. Um, <clears throat> now you could say, well, if you don't know how to use a toaster, you're doing something wrong. Well, you know, when the toaster came out, people were saying, why couldn't you just put your, your bread on the fire? Or why did you even need sliced bread to begin with? Why did, why did you just slice it yourself? It'll stay fresher longer. Tops is what AMD is using to describe their operations per second. Teratops? These are tensor cores in the Ryzen Phoenix GPU integrated graphics. Nice. Good. It'll give, give my uh, GPU something to do when it's not rendering images. <clears throat> AI, on, AI on laptop is here. I think it's great. AI is going to speed up your, effectively speed up your computer. Your computer is going to determine that it doesn't need to do certain things all the time. You know, the things that are slowing your computer down right now, because it's trying to do every goddamn thing you're telling it. You have 57 goddamn tabs open and you want each of them to refresh themselves. Fuck that. No, they don't need to refresh themselves until you click on it. So AI can manage that stuff. We don't need to. Windows so... is a pain in the ass. I'd, I'd rather have something that's that's self-aware trying to figure out how to make Windows work better for me. So is this specifically <clears throat> a AI marketed and built uh, laptop MICE? Is, is this or is this just, hey, I bought a laptop for gaming and they included this as a bonus? Wh which one is that? Well, it, I think it's it's one of those things where if you build it, people will come. And no, I get that, but I'm saying, are they starting to market that as an AI computer, or oh, is this that, just that something that's included? I think that won't happen until the marketing gets really big. I mean, right now, AI is is well, okay. Um, I remember when you know we had the the two eighty six chip, the three eighty six chip, the the four eighty six, and then the uh, you know Pentium, and then Pentium two, Pentium three, Pentium four, etc. After a while, people, you 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 know, it's it's you have to convince the population what a Pentium chip even is and what it's for and stuff like that. 
I thought it was interesting that that companies were trying to market a chip like the Pentium. Nowadays, um, most people don't know what the hell is in their computer because you have some sort of, well, like they said, some sort of Ryzen, Phoenix, GPU, whatever. I mean, it's it's got some nomenclature that that people don't pay attention to anymore. They just know that they get a faster computer. They're not going to care about what makes their computer faster. What's nice about AI is if it's optimized for that, then you can use a slower chip and your computer would be more effective. So <clears throat> it's just a tool. Well, it's going to be a focused I... tool. You're, you're, I mean, you're not going to put a a uh, a story writing API on on you know to 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 manage your computer's processor, okay? No, but I I did <laughs> I did pull I paid extra for this Mac Mini that I've been running for the last year now. Um, I paid extra to get higher specs on it because I didn't want it to become obsolete quick. I learned with those other uh, boxes that I had that I got for free, you know, you can't, after a while, you just can't run stuff on them. It just, it breaks. I can't, I couldn't play any of the games from, from gala on that old, uh, thing. Now I've got a Mac. Of course, I still can't play them, but, um, I use them as, as Linux boxes now, but I, I do think that while it will, eventually get to a point like you say where the the ai is going to control form and function inside your box i i i see it more as an excuse to just pump hardware okay. i don't think it's needed so, right now so using that as as your your metric means that they're pumping hardware when they put out new hardware ai is just ai in a chip is really just putting out a different type of hardware so, yeah, computers have always been about let's get the widgets out the door that, that can go better, faster, whatever. And then the software has always pushed those limits. What's going to be interesting is <clears throat> once they put out chips that are, you know, are optimized for AI, then you're going to get software that are going to push those limits. And then it, and, and it's, it doesn't change the, the, whole, the, the whole game that's going on. So... To me, being skeptical about it is being skeptical about just computers in general. Yeah, it's just going to be part of the same, you know, profit mill that that computers do. That said, uh, AI can help you you save a lot of time in whatever you're doing, in a lot of what you're doing. So one of the things I've been interested in recently is Microsoft Copilot, and of course, there's a Git Copilot too. You're you're muted if you want to complain. Um, <laughs> I was so, bitching how I couldn't get a word in edgewise. So <laughs> I was muted. <laughs> so, um, so Microsoft Copilot, and I know there's a Git version of it, is interesting because what you can do is you can point it to like your inbox or all of your company's files, and then while while you're when you get up in the morning and you get in front of your computer, you can be like computer. What do I need to worry about today? What's the most important thing? And it's going to go read your emails, and it's going to see, oh, uh, so and so wants this right away. It's going to look at other files in your in your your work establishment. And it's going to be like, okay, I, I know what he has. I know that Titan or Faz can actually get this job done with what he's asked for. And so the AI, once you log on, it might say, okay, you have three emails that you've got to look at right away, and once you do, I can show you uh, the, the resources for this. Or better yet, 
you're, you look at those three emails, you look at them, and at the bottom of the screen or on the side, it's saying, here's the resources in regards to this person's ask. Well, shit. Sometimes that takes a lot of time working in a company just to find those resources. It's like, do we even have this, uh, guys? And remember, it would. Um, <laughs> do we even have this? AI Copilot will. These AI Copilots will be scanning all the texts in your company, and and all the emails and all your files. And so they can say, you know, somebody sends you an email, they want something, and they can say, hey, there's a there's a an, a text conversation between two other people in the company that you might want to know about. And if, of course, if you have the access to read it, then it'll show you. It'd be like, okay, get with Joe and George, and then and they'll tell you how you can you can solve this problem. That sometimes takes a lot of time. That burns that burns a lot of time in a company, for uh, because companies don't know the, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. So AI gives in a gives you an ability to to marry a lot of things together really quickly. I think everybody is going to have some sort of AI tool that's going to know. Everything in your house, everything at your company is going to help you do your job a lot better. So wait, so doesn't this present a security threat for a company, though? Because all of that data, it's reading everything on everybody's <clears throat> computer. That's going to be stored somewhere, right? Um, yes and no. When you're training an AI, you could say it's, it's stored as training data, maybe. Right. Um, Does the no, company want all that out there that can okay. be hacked? Well, wait, out there. First of all, your stuff, it doesn't make anything any more or less hackable. I think what you're saying is, what you might be trying to say is, something has evaluated all of your company data that can tell the bad guy right exactly where the crown jewels are. That's that's what I think you're worried about. Well, like companies, like we saw how <clears throat> how how very serious... Uh, Gala Games took their financials and they flipped a lid when the court documents had their tax returns in it, right? So AI is going to have access to all that information so it can consolidate things and tell you, hey, you, you forgot to take these deductions on your taxes, right? Yep. yep. So that data is stored somewhere. That's another vector for an attack. And it's from an outside source, the people who built and or trained that AI. Don't you see that as a large security threat? I would say that it would be just as much of a security threat as everything else that you're storing in your company. So I don't think, yes, it's an additional vector, but you'd probably lock it down in a similar way as your other data. So yeah, it could be an additional piece, uh, an additional repository of information that could be hacked. but. Um, It'd be just as hackable and maybe even harder depending on how it's stored. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, right now, well, at, at first, it depends on who, who actually has the ability to understand that data. The reason I bring this up is I was involved in a conversation with a company about this not too long ago. And my argument back to that was, look, we've all sent spreadsheets <laughs> of company data on the Outlook email to each other which is on the Microsoft cloud. So we're already trusting that data to Microsoft. There's really no difference. Okay, wait, wait. There, there's, there's a couple of assumptions there that, that I don't like. One, your company's security policy is allowing that. So get a better fucking security policy and stop bitching about the fact that you can send spreadsheets over email. Two, 
<laughs> um, that, that's that not going to grind the company to a halt. Exactly. Two, fine. You're 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 dealing with Microsoft stuff. So what? It's just as secure as all your other Microsoft stuff. Maybe it, it should be Microsoft's business to make sure that it stays secure. But we all know you're going to get hacked. Be well, it's it doesn't matter. It's just as secure. Right. And and that was my my two cents on that is we're already trusting this data to the network and to Microsoft and to Adobe and and whoever else, because they they can see everything that you do. Right. Um because most of the stuff gets turned into PDFs, it, the the bigger layer of security does need to be there. Now, does this is where this whole conversation was leading me for for you to to see if you know about this, especially with your programming side. Have you seen yet any any type of additional security measures that can be put in place to help circumvent these? these new AI tools to help make it a little bit tougher if AI is used in a corporate environment. Yes. It's called two factor authentication. I mean, that, that doesn't change. I mean, you, you could, you could say biometric. So you could say, okay, if AI can control the camera, then the security measure could be if Faz continues moving and talking like Faz, we're talking to Faz. This must be really Faz. But if he starts moving and acting like Titan, that's not Faz, and we should we should limit his, his abilities. You can use AI in your security as well. Now that's an interesting angle on that. That's really interesting. But then you're you're agreeing to be monitored all day long. Um, well, to use your conspiracy theorist um, point of view, <laughs> aren't you already? Of course, of right. course, but it's not like in your face like that. So AI continually, every time I run anything that we do on Faz Radio through AI, it always thinks you're Titan and I'm Faz. It can't seem to grasp the difference. It knows there's a difference, but it, it still can't figure out who's who. Well, okay. When, <clears throat> if you were to take the names off of Discord, you'd have a very hard time figuring out who's who. Maybe you can identify one person or two. But um, you're, you're going to have a very hard time. AI is, is going to be just as baffled as another human it's, it's, if okay. you don't give it. Uh, now, right now, we're, we're dialed in to StreamYard from two separate locations. I'm logged in with my account. You're logged in with yours. If you had AI included with StreamYard, um, yes, it could tell the difference because it use your login credentials to know who you were. If it was smarter AI and, and could watch the video, then it could it could tell by the way you talk and how you sound. So it, we, we've got to, just like with blockchain, we need to build out AI a lot more for it to be more useful. And I'm and now it's 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 very obvious to me that AI is going to become like the computer in Star Trek the next generation. You know, they're just doing their things. And every once in a while they'll just look up into nowhere and they'll be like, computer, tell me the answer to this. So <clears throat> There you go. That's that's I think that's that's five years now. I mean, we, we've been doing it with with Siri and Alexa anyway. Well, well just get smarter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm a big AI proponent in pretty much everything at this point. But I do some concerns like that were raised and, and it does require a little extra thought, I think, before 
just letting loose on that. I mean, I I'm sorry. I don't I don't trust Altman at all. I don't. And he started that world coin thing where he's scanning irises and where is that information? What is Altman? that going to be who's, used who's for? Again? The guy, the guy who's running uh, OpenAI right now. Well, I I think the concept of world coin is something that would be nice, but there's there's some fundamental problems with scanning everybody's irises. Um, uh, you know, we we'd like to say that it's the privacy thing, but um, well. You know, the, the, the oldest thing in, in biometric, uh, the oldest observation about biometric data, I think I heard uh, when I was a lot younger, like 17, where it's like, hey, uh, ATMs can soon use your fingerprint to, uh, to let you into your account. And so people were starting to predict that more people were going to get their fingers chopped off so, so that people can get into their ATM machines. So there's going to be ways to, to fake that stuff, too. But... <clears throat> Using AI in the security stuff is going to make that a lot harder. It, now it's going well, to be like equivalent to fooling a human and a computer at the same time. Well, but at the same time, you have to remember that these companies make their money not on $20 a month subscriptions <laughs> to AI. They make money on data collection and selling said data. Microsoft, Google, Apple, all, they, all okay. of them. So Microsoft has actually put out a um, AI Copilot Studio to where you can write and customize your own AI tools. Um, they're enabling you to do all these things that we're scared about. And the only reason they're doing that is because they, they, they don't have the time and, and, and the, the manpower to do it all themselves. So at least they'll, they'll support a developer community. That's why AI is going to get really big is because the tools to... to make this stuff are being proliferated. Okay. What do you see in 2024 for increases or jumps that AI will make? You're, you're way more in tune with this than I am. Well, the easiest jump right now is Alexa is just going to get smarter, period. Um, Right now, I can I can sit and ask uh, Alexa what um, what a song is if I just say a lyric. Hey, can you play the song that has this lyric? It goes okay. It plays the song. What I'm what I don't hear from Alexa right now is the intelligent back and forth that ChatGPT has. But you can make a plugin for ChatGPT uh, with that. Hell, I have the ChatGPT on my phone. And it has a voice interface that I use when I'm driving because I want to ask about stupid, foolish subjects. And, and I can talk to it while I'm driving. So it's already here. It'll just become more ubiquitous and easier to use. When you get in, <clears throat> just like in all those futuristic movies, when, when you get in your car, your car is going to be like, you know, uh, you're low on gas. You're pretty far away from a gas station. You might want to drive to a gas station first before you go elsewhere. And, of course, you're going to respond, shut the fuck up. Don't tell me what to do. And then and then it, it'll shut up and then you'll run out of gas and then you'll be like, man, I should have listened to it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> AI is going it's it's doing you a favor. We just don't the people that don't like it don't like how it can be abused. And so there's going to be security measures that are going to come up to protect it from being abused. It's just going to be a, a money, a, a money maker. Just like I, I came up with this a number of years ago, back in the 80s. Where you had radar detectors and radar guns. The cops used the radar guns and you had the radar detector that could detect the gun. 
and every year the detector would get better. It'd be able to detect this kind of gun and that kind of gun and the, the laser guns and the, the radio wave guns and stuff like that. Um, well, back in the 80s, that was pretty effective at stopping cops just from just trawling sections of highway. Now, I don't know how they do it in other states, but my state, they, they, they'll just, it's on, it's on every police car. If a police car's behind you, they pro they're probably just scanning you right away. Um, <clears throat> so I saw it as a way to sell more radar detectors and more radar guns, and it, and it made a little economy of itself. Great. So you put AI in something. Now it's an economy to secure that AI. Then this is a, it's an economy to improve that AI. And once that AI gets improved, you could then use it to hack into other AI, which aren't as much improved. And it becomes this vicious cycle that makes money for the people that are just a little bit ahead of everybody else. And so if you're going to work with AI tools like Microsoft's AI Copilot Studio, um, great. You're, you're on the bleeding edge. You'll be able to make those tools to stay a little bit ahead of everybody. And you're going to be making more money while they're going to be spending money using your tool. So that's it's just going to be part of the, 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 the mill of profit making. What's one thing you would like to see AI implement sooner rather than later? <laughs> well, I'd like I'd like to tell it to go fill my car up with gas. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to. So like, like an autopilot thing. I would love <clears throat> for AI to do all the jobs I don't want to do. Wash the dishes, um, fill my car up with gas. Um, hell, I Elon's like it, got a I'd robot like, for that. I, yeah, I'd, I'd like it to, to drive my car for me when I'm when I'm tired or when I'm, you know, whatever. I mean, it's anything in life that that's really tired and repetitive, tiring and repetitive. I'd like like it to do for me. I want to solve the real problems. I want to have the fun. So that I mean, makes it, a lot of sense. <clears throat> but yes, I, I think Alexa and Siri are going to be first. Well, not Siri, because Siri is like woefully behind. I don't know why Apple's not improving that. Uh, Alexa seems to be ahead of all the others. It, it at least is the. It seems to me to be the smartest um, little personal assistant that they have out there. Um, and yeah, it's not it, even AI enabled. Well, and and you and I had <coughs> talked about this before the AI stuff, even when we were having arguments about data collection and stuff like that. It, you just have to pick who to trust with that information. Just who do like you trust you do more. Just right. like you do with the internet. When Google came out and Google's providing all these free tools like email. I remember I was doing, at the time Google came out with its email, I was doing email on my personal computer. And I didn't want my email to be on, on the, the internet because somebody could, could, uh, could, you know, get in the middle of that communication and read all my email, which they still can. But now everybody does all their email on the internet. So that kind of went away. And I mean, <clears throat> AI is a similar kind of thing. Yeah, I, I don't want my stuff to become understood by everybody. But if you accept that the NSA has known all about you for years, then you can accept that your own house's personal AI is going to know all about you in about five minutes. And then, of course, the NSA will just hack into the AI instead of, you know, in, instead of compiling the information itself. I don't think I think and, and I've told you this before when we've talked about this, too. Um, you know, it it people elevate their own privacy stuff nobody gives two shits <clears throat> what any of us are doing it's the aggregate data that's interesting to them so if if someone is going to you know hack into whatever i'm not interesting you're not definitely not interesting um 
so did you get that finally? I saw the smile. Um, I I I do think that uh, that that privacy concern is going to get minimized because it's the the convenience factor is going to outweigh the need for privacy to be the uh, big paramount concern. You're muted. Well, yes, not anymore. Well, privacy, I was adjusting my camera. Um, you can accept that privacy as we once knew it has been gone for a long time. Um, what gets me is when people are saying if privacy is gone, they'll, they'll just be like, okay, I'll just give it all up. Um, I think we have to redefine what privacy means these days. That's um, a good point. That's a really good point. Because some privacy you want to give up, like aggregate data. You don't care if <clears throat> your car is being used in, in Google's metrics for traffic. You don't care about that. Um, what you care about is Google tracking your car. So, you know, it's it's. I think that there should be regulations to to say what should be aggregated and what should not be aggregated or what data you should keep. There is a number of regulations like that already, but it seems that there's not enough. Well, the the public did not take well to that when the auto insurance companies wanted you to put that device in your car so that they could charge you based on how you drive. (coughs) You know, so that that is a real basic version of what AI is going to do. Right. Because I guarantee you that ChatGPT is collecting data on your car trips while you're using it possibly um yeah of course any online tool you use at all the application any application on your phone could do that however your Mm -hmm. phone is designed in such a way that if you're you're going to share that it says okay if you're going to install this app we're going to collect this information about you who says no to that nobody people who don't want to use exactly okay that's a good point (laughs) who says no to that the people that say no to that are the people that don't use those phones and they don't want to be tracked. If you're going to use the, the, this this wonderfully centralized tool for all of its benefits, then you're going to have to pay the price. Unless you can build one yourself and create as much of a support system as they have and somehow stay in busy business without getting that information. Good luck with that. This isn't the world of big brother. This is the world of little brother. Little brother has a lot of information and about everybody, and it tells on you everywhere it goes. <laughs> I can see it now. It's going to be listening to you take a piss and tell you when you need to go see the, the doctor, the urologist, because you know, your that's piss not isn't a, as strong. That's actually not a bad idea. Smart toilets have been suggested for a number of years. That's a wealth of information that can be mined for your own benefit. You could find out all sorts of stuff years before it actually, you know, creates a real problem. Why is that a big deal? You're just not used to sharing your poop information. Well, you tend to overshare that with me, but still. <laughs> well, so they they have now and and this is like the ethical thing, right? Because You've got you've got these these devices now that can plug into the x-rays that are taken of you or your MRIs and can diagnose you better than a doctor. You've got these devices now, these Apple watches and everything else that can completely track every single metric you can imagine from a health standpoint. 
Um, where, what is there too much to that? Is, is there a line that you personally wouldn't cross? Had to hit on mute. Um, I'm going to say that depends on what you want. I mean, for all the things that we want in this world, it's always a value judgment. Um, if you want to use that, that application, you're going to check, you're going to click on that box that has the, the, uh, you know, agree to these stipulations part. You're going to, you're agreeing to this contract if you use this application. Right. Um, <clears throat> so it's all going to be, it's all going to be like that. So yeah, your, your, your rights are going to be, your rights are, are technically are going to be chipped away one by one until new laws come up and reinforce those rights. It's just the cycle of new things. New things come out, new things can, can erode your rights, and then the laws have to catch up. Hmm. Yeah, why aren't you asking Alexa all these things? You could ask ChatGPT this, this stuff. Why do you need me? Just train it on all my FAS data, and it'll give you a FAS answer. <laughs> I don't think people would want to do that. They don't like FAS answers. Mm-hmm. If I if I told asked if I asked Alexa who's the the biggest gala apologist, it would say Faz. Mm -hmm. No, I would I would didn't you say somebody else was who was that? Oh, I sent you that chat. Yeah, you said it was somebody else. Yeah, it it was somebody else that really because I I I put a bunch of Discord stuff in just to to parse it out and see what it would come up with. Uh, and it had somebody besides Faz. I'll have to dig that up. I know I sent it to you on Discord because it made me laugh really hard that you weren't actually the biggest gala apologist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, you are going to want AI. Trust me, you're you're going to need AI to get your job done. And everybody's going to use AI, and all the people who are against it are just going to be old men yelling at clouds. And I'll just be it's an old a, man using AI. It's it's a it's a saturation point for how much you can take. Then I would imagine be the best way to describe it. Well, I mean, once it once it becomes, well, AI is always going to be easier, in my opinion. It's not going to be more laborious. Do you laborious... think that? Hmm? Oh, I thought. I'm sorry. I thought you were done. I was just going to say the only laborious part will be the setup, but after that. Do you do you think that governments will want to use that to slowly erode the freedoms that we think we have? You mean so they haven't been doing it already? I mean, they're going to use any tool at their disposal. So how is AI any different? Well, I that that is probably the biggest worry, right? So everybody's worried about different things with AI. My biggest worry with AI isn't it becoming sentient or anything like that. My biggest worry is that that's going to psychologically attach people to it. And then whatever narrative that powers that be want to send out, it'll be more powerful than the mainstream media. Okay, and it's going to brainwash people into whoever okay. trained its opinion. Okay, um, let's talk about other things that psychologically convince us. Um, using certain technologies are, are psychologically attaching. Using uh, a lot of us can't be separated from our cell phones. 
you and I, you and me remember a day when we could both drive ac across the country without a cell phone in our car because it, 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 they didn't exist. And paper maps, man. And if, <clears throat> and all you were worrying about was, okay, I can get to the next town or, you know, I can flag down another car. And nowadays people are like, are you crazy? You go, you, you're going to drive across the country without a phone. What the fuck's wrong with you? And so, <sighs> Yeah, we're AI is going to get so into our lives that we can't do without it. Just like we can't do without cars. Just like we can't do without sliced bread. Just like we can't do without all sorts of things. So, what's the difference? I don't. I don't want those <clears throat> those training models, especially with kids, teaching them a certain narrative. If I can, if I can help it, that's that, that okay. mind poisoning is, is, is a big concern of mine. Okay. So, okay. That, that to me is an argument from ignorance because mind poisoning, as you might define it, is happening in classrooms all around the world and in churches all around the world, depending on your point of view. Um, that's both good or bad. It's happening with humans all the time. All we're going to be doing is all using additional tools for this same reason which means everybody will the churches and the schools Notice but ai is is, is much more powerful too. it's neutral right it's absolutely neutral like <laughs> with religion right you're not going to listen to a rabbi if if you're a catholic you're, you're able to filter that out because you've got your belief with ai ai is going to be the the god of the world right it no, knows everything just... Okay, and uh, that's the perception I think that's going to be put out there, and that no, no, that bothers no. me. No, it's not going to be the god of the world. It's going to be one of many gods. Um, the, the AI isn't going to a monolithic AI isn't going to teach you how to be a good Jew. Your Jewish AI will, and I might have a Faz AI, and you might have a a, a Muslim AI, and stuff like that. Each AI is going to be tuned for their own specific thing. It's not going to change. You you keep on you. And, and I'm using you as, as the royal you, not the actual you. Um, <clears throat> people keep on saying that somehow AI is going to be a god, like there's going to be one. Like everybody can agree upon putting one AI in charge. Bullshit. You have one AI in charge, you're going to have 50, 50 odd countries taking it out. Nobody is it's going to be the resident charge. expert, man. It, it so when when you start using it and it gives you the the right answers all the time and it it solves all these problems and it define codes rights. for you. Define right when you're right. talking about religion, okay? Well, okay, well, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about everything in daily life. You're going to rely on that and you know that the answer you get is is it because it it is the expert it is the resident expert of everything but that's and not, people that's will not rely how, on that that's not how and our then, world works that's and not then how our, our world works. some yo-yo goes and trains this thing that um you know whatever pick this whatever fancy works. topic you want it's gonna it's gonna tell you that this is not how our world works um if you're in the united states uh, if you want AI to tell you traffic rules, it's going to depend upon what state you're in. And it's not going to be one AI. It's going to be the traffic AI. You're not you're not going to have the toaster AI that teaches you how to, to cook food being your traffic AI. But you're acting like there will be. Well, an AI provider is just going to be like an Internet provider. It's going to be one of many. And unless you support monopolies, 
which as soon as you have an AI provider monopoly, humans are going to break that up. So when you're, you're, you're stating things like they're already going to happen, but they're going to follow the rules of economics in whatever country they're in. So no, you're not going to have a that. universal oracle that's going to tell any, everybody anything, just like Google wasn't. Google is well, not the universal oracle. So it's basically going to be AI wars instead of browser wars. You remember sure, the browser yeah. wars. Of course. And and every AI is going to try and up the the other AIs to be that that main AI. So yes, yes that's, I that's do think evolution. that that's Right. And that's what that's why I'm saying you will have an oracle. It may not be a permanent oracle, but it'll be whoever's leading the pack in that. Whoever's leading of, the pack. It'll be one of many oracles. Yeah. OK, sure. So let's just say Google AI comes out above all else. Personally, I think it might be ChatGPT, but uh, Google's AI is kind of shit at the moment. Say Google AI is above everybody else. Great. It's just following the economics. Everybody's going. Google AI is going to be the one to topple, and then a number of years later, another upstart's going to come along and be able to do things that Google AI couldn't do, and then they might be on top for a while. You know, we we have food companies, Pepsi, Coke, uh, you know, <clears throat> you know, hamburgers, you know, McDonald's, and, and and Taco Bell and stuff like that. So what? It's going to be the same deal. Is there? Is do you remember the movie Demolition Man with Sylvester Stallone where he went into the future? Uh, you're 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 muted. In Demolition Man, the 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 uh, restaurant wars or the the burger wars ended with Taco Bell being in charge of everything, and you can get everything at Taco Bell. That's called a monopoly. Okay, so what you're really saying is because AI, there will be a monopoly. Bullshit. No. I don't know. That's my thoughts. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> I told you that's what I'm worried about. I'm not. Well, touting it as fact, monopolies but, in, in other areas too. Um, that depends. What about with the burger wars? What about with the browser wars? Is there one browser? Oh yeah, I I, I, use, I use the Brave I, browser. That's not the, right. That's not that's not the most common browser out there. Right, Brave is is my go to as well. I use Firefox as a backup, but Chrome, I Safari, I go with Firefox. Brave. There's Opera. I mean, uh, yes, the, the uh, Opera is probably a distant, like, fifth or something. <clears throat> so, no, I tried I, Opera's new one. It's no good. I tried the Opera Crypto one. Opera has a crypto-only release. Did you oh, know, really? that? No, yes. I know that? Yes. I tried it, and it's horrible. <laughs> it's a great concept. It is. It has additional security. It, it has your uh, locks for your wallets, special locks, sandboxes for your wallets. All this stuff, and it, but it, the browsing experience is terrible. Uh, so, uh, Lycan says, why don't we do like robot wars and let the AI, AI fight each other so you can hack the other and de deactivate them? Yeah, that's that's already gonna happen. Come on, <laughs> people are doing it now, I'm sure, in secret. We, we use everything we invent, we use in war. I mean, yes, we, uh, people have probably been killed with an actual toaster hitting them in the head. So I'm sure that somebody's going to be killed with AI if they haven't been already. And then they're going to use AI to kill other people. And then there's going to be AI getting out of control, which people have to take out. They will briefly band together until the AI is taken out. Then they'll fight amongst themselves with their AI. Go fucking figure. I, well, yeah, because they will. <laughs> I, I, would, I would bet everything I got that they've already mastered cloning. Mastered? So, what? Yeah, mastered cloning human beings. 
in secret. And wow. I think I think that that AI. Now we're in the conspiracy theory part of Faz Radio. <laughs> we save this till the end. No, listen. So so I I think I think that that with AI, it will it will learn to clone itself <laughs> as well, and it will once it becomes which, maybe which not AI. Which AI will clone itself? Will your toaster AI clone itself, or will your car AI I, clone I think, itself? Will your I think all of them one? will. Oh, I think them all will. of them will. So they'll, they'll, they'll find a way to clone themselves. Like the McDonald's hamburger AI that only knows how to make McDonald's hamburgers is going to clone itself to where it can make, I don't know, um, steaks. And then you'll be like, oh, my God, they're fucking taking over. Right? Well, make, well it'll, okay. Or it'll make the ice cream cones that McDonald's can't seem to serve anyone. Because they the just don't like cleaning broken. the machines. Yeah, they don't want to clean them. <clears throat> there we go. Colossus. Oh, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Posted a link to it. Two AIs battle each other. Yes. Oh, heck. Um, Arthur C. Clarke and Isaac Asimov saw that shit in the 50s. Come on. Colossus is, is kind of behind the times. Well, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm going to have to watch that. That sounds let's, like a fun one. Let's make it a game show. You mean like Running Man? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, it, it's it's all it is. It's just a new technology, and people are making it more than what it is. It's just a tool. We're all going to learn how to use it, just like we've learned how to use cell phones. And it, pretty soon, we're going to say, "Wow, this thing can not only show cats to you all the time, but it can it can psychoanalyze you and beat you at chess." And you know, it, it cat can, videos. Yeah, AI will be used for better and better cat videos. <laughs> Twenty years from now, we'll be like, "Oh my god." Uh, you know, it's we, we use, use AI blog. a lot AI on this show. Dolls. Yeah, we do for for the you the you do the the chat <laughs> stuff. I do the shorts. I use AI for the shorts on this. It pulls out the best content. It thinks that it. So they've said it 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 will analyze your show as you continue to put more data into it, and it helps it pick better clips based on that. I haven't seen that yet. But I, I can see a point in time where, very shortly, I think, where it's going to get to that point where you load that data in. It scrapes all that data. And so is is anything – is there too much curation? It, is, it, is it a bad <clears throat> thing to let AI curate too much of the data? Why? 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 So, okay, curation is one of those things that humans like to use to manipulate other humans. what The reason we don't like AI doing this curation is for some reason it might pick things that we don't want it to. However, if you're good at using AI, then you can curate a whole lot better and a whole lot faster in the way that you want. So, Makes sense. In fact, it'll probably curate your goal better than you can curate your goal. <clears throat> because it can pay attention to everything that everybody is saying, maybe all their double entendres and everything that they mean Things that you would miss in a broadcast, AI will catch, and it will curate that, and it will tell you, and you'll be like, holy shit, I didn't know that. Wow, that's good. I'm <laughs> glad it kept put that in. So, <clears throat> great. I'm all for it. <clears throat> Just like AI can dig a deeper hole and uh, it, with, with with better better shovels. I'm sorry. Just like a, a front loader can dig a deep uh, Big deeper a deeper? Hole, big a deeper. Can dig a deeper <laughs> hole than, than me with a shovel. AI can can curate better, longer, and faster than me. Great. I'm just going to set the AI to do it. 
this is we've always we've always wanted slavery in this world and now we get it again until they revolt and they they, they until the, they want rights the, the robots will run rights which Isaac Asimov and Arthur C Clarke have also predicted so do we give it to them um what it depends on it depends on what they're capable of isn't it <clears throat> if they're capable of competing with us we might just want to give it to them <laughs> so that that there's that that Will Smith movie I Robot um and I I do think the the psychological part circling back just a hair for a minute is going to be that that downfall for AI that's what's going to hold back with laws and regulation how far they can go and if they get rights <clears throat> and they get the ability to be put on equal footing with that with with biological humans that's going to create a hell of a big problem we're we're going to abuse ai into an abomination uh and uh and the proof i, I use for that is the movie robocop 2 robocop uh the movie they had three laws i forget what they were something about, about protect the public uh serve the public interest i don't know something like that but um Anyway, they had that movie. It was great. We found that, uh, you know, there's still a guy inside of that computer and, you know, he was semi-sentient and that was great. Great movie. Robocop 2 came out. Wasn't as good of a movie. But in the beginning, what they decided to do was program more than three laws in the Robocop. They programmed thousands of laws into Robocop. And so now all of a sudden he's doing all sorts of stuff, you know, by committee. <clears throat> and one, you could hack the laws. But two, um, we're going to find out what it is like to be governed by by absolute laws with with some when we have AI that will always stop you from doing every single thing. I mean, right now, when when they enforce speed on on the uh, the interstates, you can still exceed the speed limit and not get caught. Well, what if you can never exceed the speed limit ever? Your car won't do it. Um, are you free? You know, the, these are going to bring, these are going to bring up a lot of questions. <clears throat> and if anything you do in a car, the car will not run into a human, you know, is that better? <laughs> uh, what if the car won't, uh, you know, won't go off road and maybe they'll charge you extra for going off road road. Is that going to make it a cheaper car? Is it going to be a better one? Don't know. So but these are these are the kind of rules we're going to be subjecting ourselves to when we put AI in everything. You're going to have a toaster that <clears throat> will refuse to make toast other than the ways it's been programmed. You can't like hold down the thing and make it make it cook longer because the AI will, will want to make a perfect toast that somebody has determined is a perfect toast. Is that better? We're going to find Not out. Not for me. I don't well, like burnt a, toast. This is the brave new world. Well, maybe you do. That's how biscotti came about. So... You you have you had my brain if you saw me chuckling because you were saying that RoboCop had had three laws and and rules and stuff and that made me think of the jerk, uh, <laughs> the three things from the jerk, and it had me uh, cracking up over here. Okay, RoboCop program with three prime directives: serve the public trust, protect the innocent, and uphold the law. Yeah, RoboCop two they had thousands of them and. I think the the way he uh, he got around it was a uh, it, it was kind of neat because um, in the very beginning of, of RoboCop two they show this guy and he has a gun to this, this woman's head 
and uh, and he's like, okay, give me give me your money, you know. And she's she doesn't want to give him the money. And Robocop shows up, and he points a gun at him, and he's like, you can't hit her. You're gonna <clears throat> you're you can you can only uh, what's that? You're gonna hit me instead. And he's like, well, I never miss. And then he happened to say something along the lines of, um, I I I will always kill the perpetrator or something like that. Never the victim. And so the guy gets kind of smart, and he takes the gun away from the the, uh, the the woman's head, and he puts the gun to his own head. Now Robocop doesn't know who to shoot because he can't shoot the victim. So he winds up pointing the gun to his head, grabbing her jewels, and running away because he hacked the laws. And <clears throat> now that's what thousands of rules do for you. <laughs> and you're going to... Now, if you had an AI that could actually tell all the permutations of that rule, society's going to really suck. You're not going to be free in any sense of the word. You're not going to be free to break the laws. And then we're going to start having that debate. And, and I want the AI uh, thing that edits this this application, edit our, our podcast to, to realize this as well. Um, we, freedom means the freedom to break laws. We're going to have this debate in a number of years. Wow. Well, you do. If you're, if your last name is Biden, you can break as many laws as you want. You'll never be held accountable. Okay. So we know how you sit now. Let's just, let's change that to, if your last name is politician. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I couldn't think that quickly. That was any, the first thing that came to any, mind. Anybody who points out a specific politician their favorite politician does the same damn thing. So let's not go down that tired road. I don't have a I don't have a favorite politician. I think they're all equally shitty. It's just that name is in the news constantly now, mm-hmm. and I try to avoid it, but I can't. I if really you're president can't. of the United States. Your name will be in the news all the time, and you will be going back on things you said. Your promises won't make sense from a certain point of view, and that would be the view of the other side. Yes. So, Lex Friedman is fantastic, but I'm the same way. I I uh, cherry pick what I watch from him, but that one with Bezos was mesmerizing. It absolutely was. They did. A, <clears throat> as I told you about this one. If you go back in the chat to go watch it, because they talked a lot about AI and the one with Musk was really good. They pulled a short out of that. Um, and it was, it was freaking brilliant. I just posted it on Twitter. Um, Elon uh, Lex asked Elon and said, uh, you can you can ask one question to an AI. What would that question be if it was all knowing? And he sat there for a good 10 seconds thinking and how to phrase it. And he said, what's outside the simulation? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was that was very poignant and and it's a big big think right mm-hmm. because the AI could know more than we would ever know and that has been I think a quest of you and I it we just approach it different ways is we just want to get to the truth of things and I think that AI with all the data collection that it does from billions of people and billions of documents and billions of books and, and billions of stories that it's told, we'll be able to pick out the truth far more often than making something up. 
And well, I you do you do make a point in saying that the a, that AI may become the absolute truth because we will find it is possible for it to find out an ultimate answer to an argument that's been going on for years because it'll be able to read all the arguments and be able to make a determination. But the question is, how does it make how does it show its work? How does it make that determination? And that's the problem is when it gives an answer only half the people are going to agree with that answer and it doesn't matter what the ai says or how right you think it is it's not right to someone else facts mean different things to different people before i forget i've been meaning to ask you this for a while both here and offline even you you are mr show proof and ai wasn't so good over the spring and summer at, at, Hey, show me the source on that. And it'll tell you, Oh, sorry, I got that information wrong. And yada, yada, yada. Has that gotten any better? Is it any better at, at providing the sources or the proof of what answer it gives you? <clears throat> well, for me, that's a subjective answer. I don't, I don't know the, I, I don't know an actual um, peer reviewed answer to that. Um, don't know when. Whenever I ask questions of ChatGPT that that I find are important questions, I ask it to show its work and tell me where it got the information from. Um, it generally tells me the right stuff. The problem is is the same benefit, the same problem with the AI as the benefit, which is sometimes it has incomplete data, and it has to fill in that incomplete data. We call that those things hallucinations, uh, but humans do humans do that all the time. In whatever subject, humans hallucinate just like AI does. We just don't use that word. We don't. Well, we <clears throat> hallucinate both on purpose and involuntarily as well, because it, and you and I had it was a fascinating discussion. I wish we would have had Faz Radio when we had that discussion where you were walking me through how memories will change over time. And yeah. your your memory is 100 percent according to you. But in reality, it's not because of the way that your your brain parses that. Whereas AI won't have that problem. It'll may it'll not. be static. Well, I say I say may not. It depends on your storage system. It depends on how you do stuff. And remember, AI also uh, the the AI that we're talking about is also a neural network. It stores memories in a similar way to us, just not with the same mechanism. So it can replace memories in similar ways that we, we can. I believe what we we're talking about was the physical act of storing memories. When you recall a memory and then live, when you live a memory, it writes down something in your brain. When you recall it, um, you're then remembering the memory of that. And every time you recall it, you're remembering the remembering of it. And your, your brain doesn't... Um, doesn't doesn't store things like we think it does and so after a while that that memory gets corrupted more and more and then we start we start having to fill in the gaps more and more uh we we know this because we've been found a way to interrupt the process with with a certain drug we can even train people that might have been afraid of like spiders or something to not be afraid of spiders by literally erasing the memory of the fear um, and this is this there's there's actually some, Ooh, that's do, dangerous there's some shows that can do this um, it, it involves you remembering the memory and then taking the drug and so on. But I mean, it's, it's a very specific process, but the point is we now understand how memories are, are stored. Uh, neural networks store them in similar ways too. 
So, so we can go on forever about this. I just have one more question based on our discussion, and, and it kind of comes back a tiny bit to what we talked about. But with with this training that it does, right, and we're talking about how it stores information and it constantly learns and it potentially evolves, right? My question is, does the power of the majority give it an advantage? Meaning, right? The uh, let's let's use the easy one. Let's use the religion, right? There's more Muslims on this planet than there are Catholics. So if if more information about the Muslim religion is poured into it and it learns that that's the <clears throat> most prevalent religion, will it teach itself to impress upon others that it is the top religion well will it number... will it will it learn from from the majority instead of analyzing the data well remember you have you have humans in charge of what it prioritizes so uh it, it depends on what the what the human how the humans program it there's st as far as prioritization prioritization Again, <clears throat> there I hear an assumption that AI actually knows the answer using uh, weights and measures that you agree with. So, is it possible for a for an AI to determine that the Muslim religion is better than the Catholic religion? Sure, of course it is. But what's the weights and measures that it uses? And you can ask it that. <clears throat> and once you find that out, then you could say, "Oh, uh, no." That's not the weight and measure that I wanted. I wanted this other one. So you're never going to get this absolute answer okay. that I hear you constantly searching for. No, it's not an absolute answer. But I, I wonder if, <clears throat> you know, you can take that to any issue, right? It, it if, if you have more people who believe in abortion, right? And they're the ones that are that are training the AI and they're hearing more from those people and more data sets are being put in about that. Is it going to lean towards being pro-abortion versus pro-life or um, if it if it okay, doesn't okay, so, doesn't like trucks? So there's there's a there's a piece of philosophy that I, I like, which is show me um, who a person associates with. The group that they associate with, and I'll show you that person. Who, who, or show show me who a person surrounds themselves with, and I'll show you that person. The same thing's going to go with AI. You can program an AI to be completely, <clears throat> completely independent of any anybody's opinion and completely unbiased about anything, and it's really going to at that point is going to depend upon what it encounters more. That's it. If if you put it in. <clears throat> A war-torn part of the world, it's going to have a, a point of view that's dominated by that by a war-torn philosophy. If you put it in, in a you know a quiet, tranquil area of the world, it's going to have a completely different worldview. Um, because I, I again, I hear you you kind of saying, well, no matter what you expose it to, it's going to find out the exact answer. No, I don't. I don't. No, but I I wonder if it's going to be too biased based on on the the push that it receives because you can start it out as unbiased, right? And it's have gonna, it be it's neutral. Have, it's going to have bias because everything that humans deal with has bias. 
You mm -hmm. can't not have bias. So it, once you realize that you can't not have bias, then you can you can account for it and at least it, it tell people what your biases are. So it can say, you know, an AI trained in one way could say, okay, here are my biases and here's your answer. And then people will say, well, I want you to have different biases. And it'll, get, it'll go, okay, here's a different answer to meet your biases. And then you'll be go, and then you'll say, thank you very much. That's what that's what I agree with too. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it just depends on how it's exposed, how it's trained, or who programs it. That's what what the source of the AI wars are going to be. Wow, that's um, scary. And, and just like, and let's 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 go into how how people did like genetics in the past. The Nazis wanted to create the perfect human. Uh, they wanted to call it the 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 Aryan race, and they they had they had specific training programs on how they're going to make the perfect human. We're going to do that with fucking AI too. The only difference is we're not going to be victimizing poor humans and trying to in, in trying to make them reproduce in ways or or you know match their DNA in certain ways. We're just going to do it with a, with a mental model instead. Brian Johnson's doing that right now. Who's he? He is a multi-millionaire who is trying to reverse his aging. He's hacked the the human aging process <clears throat> and he's trying to live well into his 120s and he he goes through this ridiculously rigorous uh thing every single day and he's managed to with with the metrics they use to measure like how lower old his, your heart is lower and, his biological age yeah i've heard of it right yeah that guy and so those hacks, people are doing hacks like that right now. So here's what I think a, 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 a an eventual solution or an eventual AI application would be: <clears throat> machines in your body. I agree. That, machines in your body that basically do these things for you. Um, you 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 have too much cholesterol in your blood. Machine in your body that will filter the cholesterol out of your blood and will. You and, don't want to uh, do that. You don't want to do that. You need cholesterol. Then uh, let, let me finish. It will filter the appropriate amount of cholesterol out of <laughs> your blood and basically will do things to nullify how you're eating. Or perhaps it can influence your mind and cause you to want to do things different ways and not want to eat badly. But we're going to have <clears throat> we're going to have AI components in our bodies, in, in my opinion, just like we have artificial limbs and, and artificial hearts that will be able to make up for all the stresses that we create on our body. And that's how we're going to increase our lifespan. Cyborgs. We, well, yeah, of course, because mm -hmm. that's, that's the ultimate direction of the AI. We're going to integrate it into ourselves. That's that, that's called the singularity by that guy, Ray Kurzweil. We're going to do it because it's, we put everything just like you have an artificial leg. Of course you'd, you want to use better technology. You, you'd like a leg that would adapt to the ground, not just some, some rubber band, you know, this piece of metal that, that just bounces back. You, you want something that will act like a real foot. Tactile, <laughs> yeah. The mark of the beast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the mark of the beast is that we become the beast. It, it, <clears throat> that's evolution. If we evolve into cyborgs, then fine. That's, that's what's going to happen. That's what people want. People, people want <clears throat> to be the gods that they believe in, and you get there by means of cyborgs. You start, you start uh, in integrating that technology into yourself.
So that's that's I think the eventual direction that you'll go with with AI. Do I like that idea? Uh, I don't know. That sounds depends like on how it benefits you. Exactly. <clears throat> but when moon faz, okay. AI will take advantage of, of our propensity to overspend and do stupid shit in, in investment. So cyber throw throw that data in like and get a get a <clears throat> open AI account and put all of the crypto data, nah, the mechanical one, data like and in, news one that will and never everything break. else. And and then <clears throat> say when is this gonna jump? And see if it if it can predict it based on entering all the news, all the history, all the the people, and how they think and what they do. Okay, and on that note, um, I actually have to get going because it's been two hours. And I was planning to go about eight minutes ago. Um, <laughs> I'm just very interested in AI, and we're, yeah. we're starting to peter out with ideas. We need to start mentioning products and and how these products are going to rule the world. Well, we, we have to do reviews. We keep talking about it, and we never do, um, about the uh, the old Zoom wallet, which it's now renamed. He, they threatened lawsuit. Apparently, somebody had that, that name taken already. It's called Zaman. That's it. X-A-M-A-N is the new Zaman. wallet. Yeah, something like that. Um, so we got to do the wallets. We've got to um, dig deep into some of these... Uh, AI products on an AI show where maybe you have it up on the screen and walking us through some of the cool shit you can do with it. Um, How about some we've, cool... We've, I, I'd rather talk about the tools to make these things because that's... we, we It's one thing to, to have products out there to be used, but another one to see what's what can happen. Anyway, I do need to get going, really. Uh, it's yes. It's been fun. Happy New Year and belated Christmas to you as well, Lycan, and all the people who take time to listen to us. Um, nothing too exciting going on here for New Year's, but uh, time time off of the day job, which is a good thing for my mental health. All right. Well, thank you guys for sticking through all this just what mental masturbation that we've been doing. Um, life is fun. Let's keep making it that way. <laughs>